You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, with me always, my good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. Arizona. I'm confused. Am I in Texas or in he's Arizona? I'm in, I'm in Arizona. Yeah, he's still visiting Arizona. I should say AK Mike from Texas in Arizona. There maybe. you go. That's it. Or not anything go. at all. That's just awesome. say AK Mike. That, there you go. And I'm AK Mike in Texas, not in Alaska. And now you're visiting Arizona. Or you could say know, on probation. On probation. Texas. Probation. Well, but the gun laws have changed. So I should cross state right. lines. That's true. Yeah, he did cross state lines. So he's wanted it. I wasn't carrying a gun when I crossed state lines, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying one now because I'm yeah, there no. Now that we're here. Well, uh, we were uh, talking last uh, time about uh, our trip over to Sun Valley Flyers, and uh, we were talking about how gusty it was and then uh, how we flew the L39. What we got to was the uh, fun racer. And uh, so I'd like to kind of pick that up and talk a little bit about the fundraiser. And um, so anyway, uh, kind of picking up where we left off, the uh, we flew the L39 through all the batteries and uh, finally called it. Uh, we landed the last time. I turned it back into the wind uh, to, to track back, and one of the landing gear looked like it was a little wonky. bit wonky. Yeah. yeah. So well, we I'll, were struggling to get the landing gear to retract properly. That's correct. It wasn't retracting very, very well. And so, anyway, we uh, I brought it over to us. I picked it up and realized that it had come unglued from the the whole the whole landing gear assembly had come unglued from the foam. So, in case you were not listening carefully or didn't listen to the previous podcast, I did not land that plane <laughs> during the. <whole> time. <laughs> Again, want to make You're, it very You are absolved from all responsibility. Now, having said that, the the landings that I had on this were not terrible. I mean, they I weren't. don't think they, no, they weren't. They really. were bad enough to rip the gear out. I think the gear was when I crashed it at the electric festival and it just, just never really fixed never it. Never really it, it probably loosened it and I didn't really realize it. And once again, that's probably one of those safety pre-flight things. The gear went up and down like it was supposed to, but after the crosswinds and, you know, kind of touching down and so this and is in the area of make sure you check your plane before you fly correct. it. Make sure you check it. Luckily, so, there was no safety issues. Nope. Nope. So, I mean, it could have been. I could have sucked the gear up and it would just fell out and been hanging. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. I would like to watch you land that. I mean, I think you could have, but it was would have been interesting. Yeah, I probably would have done a gear up landing and just oh. let it trail behind Yeah, that's gear. fair. <laughs> and then go pick up the wires as it yeah, pulled out the rest it of it. it rips off the wire. Yeah. Exactly. So... So anyway, uh, it actually ended our, we had one more battery to go. Uh, I was going to, you know, let Mike fly it out or I was going to fly it, whatever you were, the case yeah. it is. And uh, as it turned out, we just kind of called it quits. But uh, we did get to go. We went and got grabbed the fun racer and Mike's like, hey, we, you know, we should fly this one. So we kind of tested it out. I had two uh, 22 milliamp four cell batteries for that airplane. So um, as we were walking out, I told Mike, I said, I, I haven't flown this one in a minute, right? It's been a right. while. And uh, matter of fact, I don't think I've flown it uh, this year at all. Maybe even last year. Maybe. No, you didn't bring it to the festival. Yeah, you I did. didn't fly it. So, yeah, so it's been a, it's been a little bit since I flown the fundraiser. But we decided, hey, you know what the heck, we'll take it out there. So we did a 
foolproof light on that one. Made sure everything twice actually made sure everything was connected. Uh, I threw that 2200 milliamp four cell in there, gave it a run up. Sounds good. And uh, Mike looks at me and goes, uh, so are we going to launch this inverted or not? You know, because that's how we launch the fundraiser. It really does launch down. better inverted. It does. Yeah. And uh, so now we're talking about which way the wind's coming because the wind is actually coming from crosswind. crosswind from our backs. So if he's going to launch it into the wind, he would be launching it inverted over, yeah, yeah. Over, exactly, over my shoulder. I'm good with that. And into the pits. <laughs> of course you are, Jay. You like to fly behind you. I like it. So anyway, I told him, I was like, no, let's just do it, you know, kind of at a crosswind. And so we're he's trying to figure Basically, out. Basically, we did a downwind launch is what we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, well, it was more of a crosswind, but kind of out over the field. Yeah, it was out of and uh, so anyway, he's, we're trying to get the angle right. Do you want me to do it at this angle, you know, 180 degrees nose up, or do you want me to do a 40 degree nose up? And I said, well, what I want you to do is walk around and not launch it over the fence because the last, <laughs> last thing I need is for you to drop that thing and have the tail catch on the fence and then just dog it right in the ground. He's like, good idea. So we uh, we walked around to out of the pilot box where he was going to launch it out into the runway environment. It would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. I just had <laughs> visions of that thing just going nose. Again, not my plane, not my worry. Yeah, so he didn't care. But uh, but it did launch great. It uh, it did. Know. Well, it's funny, too. When we went, when it launched, it did, of course, it just jumps out of your hands because uh, mm-hmm. it's got that four-cell in it. Um, and as soon as he hit the air, the crosswind just blew it. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 veined, it veined into the wind. and But, but you know, Mike's got control of it. It's just no big deal. But at the same time, I was like, I watched that thing rotate. Uh, it just yawed yeah. terribly into the wind. He, and quite frankly, it was probably smart the way we did fly it because uh, when it yawed over, it was now going down the runway right. instead of, uh, you know, over our heads, I guess. All right. Yeah, it was just enough that when he launched it, it, it the nose just kind of weather veined. And then it, and as I rolled it upright, it's now facing right down the runway instead of across us where I was going to have to fight it inverted and over the pits, which, uh, you know, I didn't really want to do. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. He's a good pilot, but we don't need to stress him out. Yeah. So anyway, I got, uh, you know, I got upstairs and kind of, you know, leveled it out and was playing with it a little bit. And then uh, right, right as I got turned around, uh, I went to go give it some throttle and got this huge screech. Oh, yeah. And the motor quit. So now I'm luckily because I'm going downwind. So I got some pretty good speed. And uh, so I go to uh, idle thrust and then, you know, kind of gave it a little bit more and I could hear the prop spinning up. So I know that there's a timing issue because I've been flying that thing on yeah, a that's a timing now. issue. Uh, but I did get it where I was slowly building up the RPMs and I got it back around into the wind. And and then, um, you know, as I was getting more and more uh, advancement on the throttle, it started picking up speed. Well, going into the wind, it didn't do that. Mm. But coming downwind, it would, which was the really right because it's overspeeding. The prop is overspeeding. Yeah, probably still going. Yeah, because it doesn't have the wind in its face. Sure. So I went ahead and let it go downwind and turned it around, and then I was able to hammer on the throttle. And when that thing with that four cell, I forgot how fast that thing is. Well, it's funny because we were there, and there was maybe two or three jet dudes that were still there, and he starts going around that. And of course, they heard the noise. So they kind of turned their heads to watch what was going on. And then he's like racing down the run. And they're, these are all guys who fly jets. And they're like, whoa, that thing is so fast. <laughs> and so, so I thought that was kind of interesting to have them yeah. give that kind of 
statement just because it's all relative, you know, baby. Yeah, well, and two, the thing is really small, so it is yeah. sketching through the sky pretty quick, right? Um, and, and, you know, unlike the airplanes, it, even though their planes are going, you know, much faster likely than that little plane, it just looks slower because those planes are so much bigger, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, crazy. It was pretty funny because they're all like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, man, you got fast. enough throttle there, yeah, Mike? Exactly. You know, holy crap, that thing is hauling the mail." And I was like, "Yeah, it's a fast little guy." <laughs> But uh, so anyway, I found a good throttle setting for it, and uh, we flew it around, mm-hmm. you know, three three minutes or so, and then uh, then I brought it in for a landing. And um, of course, it doesn't have landing gear, so I had to skid it in on the. How, how you do it on the runway, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How come it's just not like a little nub of foam or, or plastic, right? Uh, it doesn't yeah. have it though. It's so aerodynamics, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, he means from Mike. Oh, oh, oh like that Mike standing he lives in a, with the with the tarmac. Yeah. Right. You live in a. Uh, he lives in sandpaper. Yeah. The, the yeah. whole state is nah, just nothing. No, but I mean, really, it doesn't. Just different that. grits. He's he's not pushing it on the ground. He's just sort of skipping. It's it's really was a more of a you know. I think it hit twice and that's it. And it stopped right away. Yeah. So it's not like it had it had you know. You don't. <gasps> you don't. What do you have on the bottom? Do you have anything on the bottom no, of it? Uh-uh. No, no, it's just foam. Really? And, it, and, it, and you're landing on the runway, which is, that's at least 80 grit. And again, it, it, <laughs> at least 80 grit. It, it touched yeah. and then bounced up a little bit and then touched again and stopped instantly. So, so it wasn't like he was just like, you know, sanding it on the bottom. It really wasn't. I don't know. Just so, it so just the seems that place is, is just uh, really rough on it. Well, yeah, but I mean, it that, is, but that little hundred dollar airplane has a, you know, demon cortex in it. So it's, it's kind of, you know, $400, $300, uh, uh, control gyro. Yeah. yeah. The gyro in it. But, uh, at the same time, cause I use it as a receiver and a gyro at the same time. But, uh, yeah, basically you just hold it off the ground until the airplane is just ready to Draw. stall. And then you put it down. And then, uh, when it stalls, it just goes plink and sits right on the ground. Now, if I would, if I was to come in and actually put it on the ground, like you would like the L 39 with, with the wheels on it, yeah, it would scream down the runway and skid itself to a stop. But you just have to hold it in ground effect until it gets to okay, to okay. And then you'll see it start to drop, and you just pitch up a little bit more, and it just plops right on the ground. And it does have a plastic nose, if you remember that. That whole side is plastic. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. because of the way it sits and the gyro kind of keeps it wings level, then it does touch that piece of plastic, and that's what kind of causes it. So there are some scrapes underneath it and there is a little one or two little burn marks on the foam as far as but they're very minor (laughs) well yeah they're not burned but they're black because of the tarmac's black right the runway is black so it just leaves a little skid mark on it but uh but i think uh you know mike was like hey are we gonna fly it again and i told him i was like well it's you know 115 out here and i don't want to burn up the so oh that's what we did we i told him i said i I was nervous about the uh, ESC because the electronic speed controller was really hot. Was really hot. I mean, like this thing, you, you couldn't hold your finger on it for more than a second or two. It was that hot. So we wondered if it was, you know, you said it was overspeeding the prop. We wondered mm-hmm. if it was just uh, controlling itself down because it got too hot. Right. Like it, we were overamping it, it got heated up, and then it would shut itself, shut itself down. down. So we, we weren't sure exactly what was causing the issue. Uh, we haven't tried it in, indoors. Yeah. Well, the the key is that it was making like a screeching noise. Like something, it, it sounds like something busts loose and then it yeah, screeches. Exactly. And typically, that's when it you you are in the wrong gearing. Right. Uh, timing, you know, timing, or, yeah. or 
So, or so it's the timing is off. So you just have to change the timing. Well, you know, I still was even though even if we change the timing, I don't I don't necessarily that that ESC that's in there is for a two to a six cell. So it's got a really big range on it. No, no, no. But like I said, think of it more like, even though it's timing, but think of it like years. We're going to try to put it on a a watt meter on it. We haven't done that yet to see if it's over watt. Even though though it it could be a six or eight cell escape that's in there, if the timing is wrong, gearing. that's why I said gearing. If the gearing is wrong, it's going to give you that squeeching noise all the time. It doesn't matter, you know, what grade of of uh, battery you have in there or what, you know, what cell of battery, if it's, if the timing's wrong, the timing's wrong and you, you're going to hear about it. The motor's going to complain about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and I understand that because I've had that app happen before, right. but yeah. when I had it happen before, I didn't burn myself on the ESC. Right. So, so I just wanted to say to our listeners too, if you want to make comments about Jay using the word escape, please do. <laughs> please do. Because, um, <laughs> You know, we're trying to break him of the habit. I know I still say it, so yeah. it's good that you catch us and make com. You know, it's okay. You know, just just to say, yeah, I got it, or you know, just I'm some a repeat offender. Comment. I can't help myself. Yeah, you're. I'll offender. do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again too. Yeah, because I know we do have a handful of workers out there that just cringe whenever time oh, yeah. they've posted before. So yeah, so go on our uh, go on the uh, uh, Facebook listeners group and post that. Uh, tell Jay that he's, uh, you know. Or on YouTube comments. You yeah, know, YouTube way. comments will be good, too. You know, mm-hmm. that Jay can't remember he what needs to learn. <laughs> he is all about negative reinforcement, so feel free to throw him under the right. Yeah, I mean, he teaches negative reinforcement that's as a right. way to, yeah. That's, so right. that's right. Negative reinforcement is the key to, to air power. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. To air superiority. Right. Exactly. It's a, the key to air superiority is negative, reinthor- <laughs> negative reinforcement. Is the key to air superiority. So one of the things I thought was funny, Mike, when we first got to the field, was we we um we walked up and we were just saying hi to people and it just so happens that Tony was flying his jet and or about to he was about, about to, to whatever yeah it was it, it was over there in the box and then we hear this well yeah you know he's uh you know part of the club and in in you know all of a sudden we see Tony look over us he goes yeah he's right there in fact. And I guess he was talking to this guy we met. His name was Jeff. Yep, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff McCarthy. Yeah, you know, Jeff McCarthy. And uh, and so Jeff was surprised to you know meet Mike right there in the flesh. And so it was it was kind of an interesting thing. You <laughs> it know. was interesting. Yeah. So so tell him what. You yeah, because we had just walked up and it, you, we just kind of caught the tail end of the conversation. You know, like Mike said, he's like, oh, you know, he's a member of our club. And and then when he turned around, I just happened to be standing there, and he said, that's him right there. You know. <laughs> And so I was like, I didn't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, Mike, he said, uh, Jeff listens to your podcast. And uh, I was like, oh. And so I uh, introduced Mike. And I said, hey, this is AK Mike. He goes, from the hills of Texas? And I go, no, that's the other guy, Jay. (laughs) I said, no, this is AK Mike. So it was hilarious because Jeff goes, where's your long johns? That's what he said. So he's obviously been listening. (laughs) Clearly you're wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Shorts and a T-shirt. Where's your long johns? What's up with that? So it was kind of funny that, you know, obviously he had been listening to our podcast. And uh, so anyway, we were kind of excited. We got to meet, you know, one of our listeners and he was uh, kind of going through some of the episodes that we had talked to. And he was really excited about us being there. And he's like, oh, I got to show you something. So we went over to the table where he was and he had one of those. uh, Catalina? uh, Yeah, it's a PBY or Catalina, whatever you want to call it. But it's uh, Dynamax. And they don't make them anymore. 
and uh, we're we're gonna post some pictures uh, on the you know on this episode, and I think um, you know we can get some up on our YouTube channel. But he had modified the absolute so, max. So could to, modify to go this. back to last week's name, he transmorgified this That's, plane. He did transmorgify this. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> kind of tie in the two episodes. Yeah, tie in there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But he, he was very excited about it, and so were we. And we were uh, standing there as he was kind of giving us a tour of this little uh, Dynamax. And uh, so I, I, you know, I'll post a picture of what it looks like, but the Dynamax is a float airplane, right? It's got a boat. It mm -hmm. looks like a flying boat. And uh, it's got these huge pontoons on the edge of the wings. And when we walked up there, I noticed like, where are the pontoons? that the pontoons were missing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I know this is, you know, a PBY, but... There's no pontoons. pontoons. He says, oh, they're retractable. And I'm like. Like the real plane. Yeah. I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, they retract up. So the pontoons are now the wingtips. They, they, they bring cool. up to the wingtips. They're painted orange. And I was looking at it. He goes, yeah, yeah, let me show you. And so uh, then I looked down and I'm like, dude, this has landing gear on it. He's like, yeah, I added landing gear to it. And uh, it's got steerable nose wheel and the whole deal and, and lighting and. Oh my gosh, he had modified the yeah, heck it was out really of this cool. thing. It was really amazing. So, so how uh, for his landing gear that he had, mm -hmm. you know, for, for for landing on the runway, I assume. That is correct. So So tell me more about those. Are they waterproof? Did, can he take that and land in the water too or how does that work? So, uh we didn't he, test it. Uh, yeah, I don't know where he would test that in Arizona. Maybe if he poured some water out on the runway, it would be waterproof, but uh landing it in the lake um it's so unknown it, unknown it, it, it's unknown and next time i see him at the field i will ask him if he's done that okay but from my assessment and and jeff if you're listening feel yeah, free maybe, to yeah just yeah, post just post it, it or yeah, email exactly. us and uh it's parkfirepodcast at gmail.com or park uh fire podcast at the listeners, listeners group, group. Uh, or you can go to a youtube channel and uh, and just post something there but uh I, I don't know if he's landed it on water with the landing gear but the landing gear is dual uh what did he say it was it was it's a dual structure so it has like a leaf spring to oh, give it yeah, the, I saw those. to give yeah, the leaf right. spring it's, oh so right the landing gear is outside the boat correct Jay. it's outside the boat not inside so he's okay. attached so, so to the yes, bottom of the boat yes it's waterproof because it's not inside the boat correct Okay. The outside, I was the thinking very he built it so it was inside the, the boat and then came no, no, out. No, I was like, no, 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 no. It's not retractable. That's next level stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not retractable. He just mounted the, this leaf spring. Oh, yes. okay. And then he mounted these landing gear wheels, and then it's, it's got like shock, shock or, absorbers. Yeah, what, what they call, what's that called in the car? Struts. struts. Leaf spring? Yeah. No, leaf, he, he struts. Yeah, so it's got a leaf string system and a strut system, which are little springs. Uh, so it works as like shock absorbers so that when he lands it on the concrete, doesn't come it doesn't come, down. you know, it doesn't bounce around. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, That's then true. I was like, man, that is really cool. And he was showing it to us and, and we were kind of checking it out. And then he goes, yeah, check this out. And he set it down and he takes the, now there's a turret on the front. That's that, that little round turret uh, on the front of the airplane. He lifts it off and inside is a servo for the, for the steerable nose gear. Oh, okay. So he cut thing. that out, right? He yeah, cut he cut out, it yeah. out. And yeah. He augered it all out in there, and then he stuck a, a rod, uh -huh. and it was all bent, you know, so that he could steer the nose wheel, and then he just put that cap. It was back like on. a cap. He just twisted it back on, and it just sat right back down in there. And then the one other thing he had on that one was he called it split flaps, but it wasn't really. Yes. Was it not really split flaps because the top part didn't flap up. 
It was just, no, but, no, no, but he had a lower is, half. Is that, is that, that that's is called? Cool. Okay. Boiler, I, I, boiler, I, boil, boiler flaps. Close. Fowler flaps. Fowler. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, so, like so a bird, fowl. I, th- I thought split flaps were when they operated independently, top and bottom. Okay, those are those are not split flaps. Those are called speed brakes. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you split a top and a bottom, so the top one is called a spoiler, and the bottom one is called a flap. Okay. So if it goes up, it's spoiler. If it goes down, it's a flap. Okay. When you split those into two, they create both a, a down drag and the lift portion of it, right. and it splits it. And uh, if you're on any kind of uh, like a 3D airplane, that would be considered a speed brake because it'll slow you down right. and it'll pitch the nose over so mm. that you're kind of, it's a drag, you know, it creates yeah. a drag. But his were actually truly split flaps. Now, I did ask Jeff, I said, well, did you cut the leading edge and drop the other flaps? He said, no. Just added. He just added an extra piece of foam he cut it the same as the length of the of the flap two space. flap space, and then he put but those a carbon... flaps didn't operate. They were they were solid into the plane. So they didn't yeah, operate. so the 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 flaps themselves were marked on the airplane, but because Dynamax doesn't have flaps, it you know it didn't work. So he basically made a, a big long flap. Correct. That that was mounted up underneath the wing, and then it actually opened. It looks up yeah, it looks dropped. like it's part of the original yeah, flap. It, it did. Yeah, it, it was, was it was cool. It a the great way job. And then inside there, like he augured out some of the, the um, like, like when you drop the flap, the flap actually had a hinge on the inside of the flap so that when it was closed, you never saw anything. You couldn't even tell it was there. You didn't even know it was a flap unless he pointed it out. Or you looked at the leading, uh, the trailing edge of yeah, the wing. Yeah, there's a little carbon rod. You could rod see, there. yeah, there's a little carbon rod. You could see that. But when he dropped it, now you can see up into the flap, and he, and he had mounted the servo and the servo arm up in the airplane so that it pushed out and then dropped the flap. Mm-hmm. And then I think wow. the last modification he did uh, was the lights, uh, which were amazing. Mm-hmm. He, he had upper and lower beacons. He had uh, strobes on the tail and the two wings. And then he had something in the top, too. Yeah, then he had... Uh, I mean, that thing could have night flown. Yeah, he, he could have flown it at night. It, it was amazing. Actually, I may be confusing that with the other airplane. He had another little, uh, like a Cherokee 6-looking airplane. Oh, you think maybe it was on the Cherokee? And, uh, yeah, one of them. I, mm-hmm. I got so excited about the lighting because we were like, oh, man, you should take that thing out, you know, night, night flying. <laughs> but uh, it, it was a fun time talking to Jeff. He uh, it was a great guy. We really appreciate his patronage. Listen to our website, I mean, our, our podcast. And um, he gave us some suggestions. He uh, he thought we were really good. And he liked uh, our co- a comedic interchanges so that was really good to hear some feedback from them that we were doing a good job uh and and finally jeff uh is in mike's court what do you mean uh, what, what do you mean yeah well he he he's stuck on the 2200 milliamp oh cell. right that's right he said mm-hmm. yeah you know i i'd stay with one kind of battery and i was like yeah. yes my brother <laughs> he had a common interest <laughs> that in sounds mine. like we yeah. need to make a new t-shirt uh, maybe <laughs> that would be kind of funny. How about, how about this? How about this? This is a. Tr- I'm going to trademark this. I'm 22. Are you? Are <laughs> you? I'm 22. Are you? Yeah, it was funny because he's like, I'm really fighting the six cell. Yeah, man. He goes, he's like, I if I just need a four it. cell, then I just or or, or whatever. Whatever he said. He said, Three I cell. just put batteries together. Yeah. Right now, it's what I do is I put batteries together. Yeah. He goes, but I'm really fighting the six cell. I can't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make. 
you know, a conglomeration of batteries. It's like, yeah, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it it was a good time. And and actually, uh, I th- man, I, he did fly one of them, but I can't remember which one it was. I think he flew the the one with the lights. Yeah, the Cherokee one I saw. or whatever one with the lights. Then we saw the Green Bay play, too. Yeah, there was uh, another guy that showed up. I didn't get his name, and I can't remember what his name is, but uh, he uh, he had a little uh, like trainer airplane, and it was all Green Bay Packers. And, uh, oh, really? Big old G oh, on yeah, it. And big everything. G yeah. and everything. So anyway, good. I went back. I go, you're not a Packers fan, are you? He goes, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I noticed he didn't crash the plane, so he's got no. something going yeah, on. That's yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, so. There you go. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, so uh, other than that, the turbine, uh, you know, kind of finishing out our day, the turbines were great. Uh, meeting Jeff was great. I think Tony flew his a couple of times. He chatted up Gary. He chatted and Gary and, uh, yeah, a couple of guys that were out there and, um, you know, kind of just talked all the way around. I uh, I got some pictures of another L39 like mine and what the modifications he did on his, you know, and so, uh, you know, you can kind of look, look further into that and get mine actually going now that the... Uh, Know, shop is I'm kind of ca- catching up with the house now that we've moved in I know it's been a couple months but I finally got you know majority of the stuff inside fixed and ready to kind of on the downward swing where I can actually start working on stuff and get a little time off from work and, you know be able to catch back up so Mike's been helping around the house and changed the thermostat. stuff yep we changed the Free labor yeah Change the thermistor and our uh, and our water heater so you could have hot water for a shower. Partial wall, move to safe. That's what we did this morning. We did, we did move yeah, to safe. Move to safe. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, He's like, it's only two hundred fifty-five. It's six hundred fifty pounds, Mike. It'll be fine. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, and I got. You did it. You did with the little the little the PVC pipe tubes, right? No, nope. we did. We did this. He has some safe wheels, basically. Yeah. And you just, you just, oh, got, oh. the problem is you got to lift it up a little bit. And Mike, Mike was the one who did that, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just had to risk <laughs> my fingers getting crushed. That's all so, I had to do. Yeah. And, uh, I know we're short of time and it's almost time to go, but, uh, the bad news is Jay had when last time when we moved it into the house, yeah. ha- had to do it with those PVC wheels. Oh, did you? Yeah. They're little, they're sitting in there oh, yeah, right yeah, next yeah, yeah. to it, but I we had to I lay them it. down and then push it on and hit rip one to the next one we moved it all over the place it yeah it, it worked really no what i was really say is it works surprisingly well i didn't think it was going to work yeah. that well but it works yeah. really well because you don't have yeah, to lift the safe up that high you kick right. it underneath and then you just get you get a couple in a row and just keep moving them and you can move the safe around like ball easily bearings? Uh, yeah yeah it's, okay. it's almost just like ball bearings yeah so when i was when i was a small not a small child, but when I was a teenager, <laughs> it, I, and I stayed out late, so that was it, a small working teenager. in the coal mine. <laughs> exactly. When I was a teenager, uh, it was always troublesome to come home late at night because we had a very large upright piano that would move around the house on its own. And uh, when you came home, it it may not be in the same location as it was when you left earlier in the afternoon. And it would have been, you know, maybe in front of the door. No, but it could have been instead of up against this wall, it could have been that wall. And where I entered into the garage, it was kind of a you might run into it. You may. You may just you might actually hit some keys. Yes. And then wake your parents up Ah, in big trouble. Okay. And we never could figure out for the life of us because my mother weighs about 90 pounds soaking wet. She's about About, five foot two. My father was away. And yet that piano, with no one home, would transmortify itself from one, <laughs> from one side of the house 
to the other side of the house, which okay. that's not the right term, I don't think. I think your mom was sleep pushing <laughs> the piano. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know because, you know, my mom literally is this tiny, tiny lady. Jay knows. Yeah, but on them wheels, yeah. that those yeah. things move pretty good. Well, it wasn't until I actually became an adult and was trying to move stuff around in my own house yeah. uh, that my mother came over one day and went, oh, you got to do it this way. And she grabbed these three little PVC, four PVC tubes that are about, you know, half inch, uh-huh. schedule 40. Uh-huh. She just laid them down. She moved them underneath, lifted up with her little shoulder, stuck it in there, and rolled it all the way down. Yeah. And I was like, the light bulb finally came on how this piano got moved around my mom's house <laughs> without anybody home. There we go. Because she didn't move it around by herself. That's like right. it was nothing. Like it was nothing. And, and it really did. I mean, once that 650-pound safe gets up on those little rollers, it's like ball bearings. You yeah. just push it. Yep. And, yep. and it doesn't take any effort at all to push it. Nope. It just rolls. Nope. Now, if you get it moving, which Jay did, uh, it will do some damage to the house. It will punch holes is in that, the wall. Is that why that one line is on the wall back there? Uh, no, I There's, don't have okay. no idea. I think that's just in the drywall. But, but yeah, it's uh, you don't want to jump out. Yeah, yeah. No, no, could I'm, be talking about here. I'm talking about here. <laughs> no, it's just one of the, we have a, a the texture on our walls is uh, what they call Santa Fe texture. So it's like a 80-20 it's not a skip trowel because they do internal. Oh, this was a this Ooh. is a full on. Yeah, it looks like a line, but it's just where the it's where the trowel. Oh, I see. That. So it leaves a mark. And, uh, That's just her bottle, bottle, anyway. bottle, bottle, skip trowel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We got off topic somehow, and uh, Jeff's gonna Jeff's gonna remind us that we need to stay on topic. So. Stay on topic. <laughs> that was one of the things he said that he liked about our podcast was that we get right to the topic. And, uh, don't be asked. Unfortunately, our time is up, and uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, this session, uh, finishing up our day. Mike, uh, we're going to go fly tomorrow, so uh, two weeks from now, we'll, uh, we'll talk about our park fun. Uh, we'll go out and hang out with the guys, and maybe we'll uh, maiden the um, 3D Aero Ventures uh, park. That'll we'll be fun. That. Yeah, look forward to that. Well, I'm excited. Looking I'm excited. forward to that. And uh, Michael from Arizona. From Jay from the hills of Texas. And A.K. Mike in Arizona from Texas. Oh, okay. There you See go. You. Let's You've been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>